Hello and welcome to the Agape Leaders Podcast. This week, we have a chat with Dr. Greg Mays. I'm so happy to be with you today. I'm actually recording this from my stateroom on a cruise ship. And this week, I am going back to something I did. Actually, I think I started over a year ago. And I call them random thoughts. And so today, I have three random thoughts for you. So let's get started. I want to start this episode by talking a little bit about a conversation that I had while on this cruise. And it's the idea of understanding that the type of experience you get and sometimes need to help someone or to make a decision or a right decision really comes with age or time. And so we were having a conversation, myself and my brother and my daughter, who is also on the cruise, and we talked about how sometimes when you're a younger person and you're making a decision and somebody who is an older person says, hmm, that may not work like you think it's going to work. And I think sometimes we feel like don't invalidate my experience. This is what maybe a younger person might think. And the reality is, I think sometimes it's not a matter of invalidating the experience of the younger person, but maybe more so validating or maybe listening to the person that has a little bit more experience. I call it the five-year-old rule. I talk to my students at school and I say to them, because they'll get upset sometimes when adults don't respect their opinion. And I agree with them. Just because someone is a teenager, it doesn't mean that you should not respect their opinion. Just because someone is younger than you, it doesn't mean that their opinion doesn't matter. And so it is important to develop the type of relationships where your your opinion, your experience is being respected. That being said, it is a good idea to respect someone's experience. And so that was a conversation that we had here on the ship. And we weren't, there was no, it wasn't a conflict conversation. We were just talking about it. And I think in large part because I deal with it sometimes as a high school teacher, you're trying to help someone and they may get a little put off or bored or I don't want to listen to that. And I get it. Uh, But going back to the five-year-old rule, what I'd say is, I say, well, have you ever been around somebody who's maybe two years old or three years old, maybe five years old, and you tell them, hey, don't do that. That's not going to work like you think it's going to work. Or, hey, you can't do that. Or, hey, here's what you need. And they tell you, no, I can do it myself or I have it. And then you sit back and you watch 
and exactly what you knew was going to happen because you've done it a hundred times and you know how it's supposed to work it didn't work for them and they tell me oh yeah yeah I said and I said well that's a lot of times how I feel about you when you're making a thought or a decision and you really haven't put much thought into it and so this idea of experience with age I think it's important for us to spend some time there allow ourselves to allow ourselves to learn from people I was looking for a passage in first Timothy and I think it's important because I don't want you to think that I'm going to say well if you're young you don't have anything to offer and for whatever reason it won't jump up in my eye view but it's when Paul tells Timothy don't let people look down on him because of his youth and the idea is you're there I've sent you there you need to be a person who's teaching and developing so I'm saying that because I don't want you to think that because I'm talking about this idea of experience with age it doesn't mean just because somebody's young they have nothing to offer and it doesn't mean just because somebody is older they're automatically the smartest person in the room I think it's just an idea of our conversation was just an idea of respecting people's experience and so that was a random thought that I just wanted to I think I my thought process is put that out there and pray for I would love to get your feedback just the thought of how do you process that so what do you do when you have a person who's been serving the Lord for a lot of years and a person who's kind of new in the faith except the person who's new in the faith is 60 years old and the person who's been serving for quite a few years uh, in the Lord is 25 years old or 30 years old so how do you process that and so I think uh, experience with age but also experience with time for that so I would I would be interested in hearing some of your feedback on that I'm a random thought and maybe you were hoping that I had an answer to this age-old issue but I don't we just had the conversation I wanted to share that with you and just kind of put my thoughts out there the second random thought that I have is two questions the first question is why do you do what you do and the second question is why do you say what you say you see we are as Christians we're required to speak well on behalf of the Lord we're required that no matter what we do we do it as if we were serving God in Colossians 3 verse 17 it says and whatever you do whether in word whatever you say or deed whatever you do do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus 
giving thanks to God the Father through him. So I will ask those two questions again. Why do you do what you do? Why do you say what you say? Think about decisions that you make, actions that you take, and answer that question. Why am I doing this? If what you're doing doesn't glorify God, then don't do that. It's that simple. If you can't glorify God in what you are doing, there is no way for you to say, well, I'm doing the right thing here. If you cannot glorify God in what you say, then there's no way you can say, well, I'm saying the right thing here. And that's that random thought. Why do you do what you do? I would encourage you to begin asking yourself that question. I would encourage you to begin saying, okay, I did that. Why did I do that? Does that honor God? And we honor God in doing our job well. We honor God in communicating well. We honor God in doing the right thing as far as following rules and following laws and those types of things. So yes, it is possible to honor God, but not be reading your Bible in that specific moment or at church or praying or doing those things. We honor God in all aspects of our life. Remember when Jesus says, given to Caesar, that which is Caesar's and given to God, what is God? I believe that he's telling us we're in this world. There's a time when we're going to have to do the things that this earthly world requires of us. Paying our taxes, following the laws, those types of things. That doesn't mean that you're dishonoring God because you work for a company maybe that doesn't follow God. Or you have a person that is governing you and you don't agree with how they govern you. That doesn't mean you're dishonoring God. You're honoring God by following them. It doesn't mean that you believe in what they're doing, but God has told us that the people who are over us, the government, God has allowed to be in place. And so, yes, we are to follow them so long as we are honoring God and what we're doing. And so I would encourage you, take a look at that. Why do you do what you do? Why do you say what you say? And as you honor God in that, you will, believe it or not, you will start to adjust and you'll begin to say things that honor God with no problem. And you'll begin to do things that honor God with no problem. And so I want to encourage you, encourage you with that. The final random thought this week is to whom are you witnessing? Here's the thing. We think of witnessing, and I would imagine when I said that, you think, oh, who do I go up to and say, do you know Jesus Christ? Do you, do, let me, let me read my Bible to you. No, no, no. That's not what I mean. To whom are you witnessing? Because here's the answer. Everyone. Every person that you come in contact with, 
you are witnessing to them. If your actions are actions that are dishonoring to God, you're witnessing to them. If your actions are actions that are honoring to God, you are witnessing to them. And because you are witnessing to them, you need to be specific. You need to be methodical. You need to be a person that what you do is on purpose. I have a friend and she says, you need to, or God has created you on purpose for a purpose. If you've listened to this podcast, even a little bit of time, or followed me on TikTok, even a little bit of time, you have heard me over and over and over quote this passage in Ephesians 2.10. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. One of the things that we are to do no matter what is witness. Jesus says that you will be my witnesses throughout uh, Israel, throughout Judea, and throughout Samaria, and to all the ends of the earth. So we are to be his witness. We see that when Jesus talks to his disciples and he sends them, he tells them to wait in Jerusalem. And in the book of Acts, chapter 1, verse 4, says on one occasion while he was eating with them, he gave them this command. Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. And he goes on to say, It is not for you to know the times or dates the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. That's Acts 1 verse 8. We are to be God's witnesses. So when I ask you that question, to whom are you witnessing? Well, we know you're witnessing to anybody you come in contact with. But the reality is there should be some people that you are witnessing to on purpose. In other words, they should know that you are a Christian if you profess to follow Christ. And they should be able to look at your life and have an idea of what they need to do to be a Christian. That is important. And so I want to encourage you with that. To whom are you witnessing? If you say, well, no one, the truth is you are witnessing. Whether you're drawing people to Christ or whether you're pulling them away, you are witnessing every day. And so that is my third random thought. The 
To whom are you witnessing? So random thought one, I talked about experience with age or experience, your, your life's experience and the importance of gleaning that. I talked about in the second random thought, why do you do what you do? And then why do you say what you say? And I finished it here with, to whom are you witnessing? Well, I want to thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. And before I get out of here, I'd like to pray for us. Father, thank you so much for the opportunity to record these episodes, to have a podcast. I'm so thankful for the listeners, and there are several who are very faithful. And so, Lord, I pray that we are providing for them something that enables them to grow closer to you. That's my heart's desire. That's my desire for this podcast. So I pray, Lord, that we are drawing people to you in Jesus' name. As always, Father, we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, that's all we have for this week's Agape Leaders podcast. Until next time, you have a blessed week.